0: Welcome to the A to Z Golfing Podcast, presented by AM Golf Trips. You can follow the entire 2023 season at amgolftrips.com and swagseries.com. Andy Cezanne joining us today, Rob McGuire, all the way from Woodbury, Tinville, uh, Minnesota. He's <laughs> he's been on here. I believe this is his fourth fourth time. It's uh, awesome to have you again, Rob.
1: Does that put me in the lead for most guest visits?
0: It does. It, it, it definitely does. Um, we like to keep, we like to get your face on here so people can really connect with the numerous emails that go out from you and then <laughs> connect you to those. So, um,
1: my, my job is to keep people informed and up to date.
0: Hundred. We have
2: to 100%. get. We have to get like one of those five times, like how SNL, uh, Saturday Night Live has like the five time club. Rob, you're, you're one away from, from getting into the room. Do I get like a pin? Or like a shirt, or just nothing.
0: You're closing in on being on this show as many times as we have listeners. Like it's it's a it's a, it's a ratio of four to seventeen. So it's, it's that's good. That's
1: impressive. I like that. I like that.
0: It no. is. I do like that. We've been we've been obviously people have been following along. National championship is coming up at Big Cedar Lodge. Uh, new rewards program has come out. We wanted to bring Rob on. We wanted to go over. Kind of everything that has evolved uh, sort of in what we call our sort of off season from the end of the regular season to the national championship before we start to to put stuff out there. So uh, start with this. Uh, two thousand and twenty three was awesome. We went to uh, four amazing locations. You know, let's just separate what we did as far as the trip stuff before we get into anything else. You know i'm kind of curious you know we spend a lot of time talking about places we're going to go your evaluation of the places that we went in
1: 2023 oh i had a ton of fun i don't know about you guys uh in terms of where we went and what we set out to do i think we accomplished on a lot of levels i mean started the year at january pga national got to play the bear trap did win that bet from you z i, I didn't put a ball in the water in the bear trap so very excited about That's that Pretty impressive. Um, i'm still clinging to it, you know, many months later. <laughs> um, no, so started the season out at, in, in Florida, did the Florida swing and had some fun out at PGA national, uh, moved over to the desert, went out to, to Wekapa, uh, fantastic little resort that we, we stumbled upon out there that we had a ton of fun at 36 holes, great weather, good group of people, ton of fun out there, moved over to probably our biggest event of the year at Bandon Dunes in June. Um, Had a large group of people out there. Largest non-USGA amateur event uh, in terms of participation. Caught an amazing week of weather. Um, I think everybody thoroughly enjoyed themselves. And I think we truly lived up to the bucket list moniker, if you will, of of having a good time out in Bandon Dunes. And then uh, our big event out at Sand Valley. Continued the hang, if you will. Um, Had a ton of fun out in Sand Valley. Got to experience a couple things that maybe other groups haven't really done before night golf at sand valley as an example um large group out at Bandon dunes you know we had i think near 100 players out at wikapa to play at the casino course and and have a lot of fun out there and and had a great group out at pga national so i think when we look back at 23 literally coast to coast and, and a ton of fun along the way and that's how i kind of describe it and summarize it
0: yeah when you you know we spend so much time you know, evaluating these places and going through them. And then when you finally start to sit down listen, I've known you for a long time. So I know you're probably already into like 2028. So, which is, which is awesome. And, you know, yeah. for anybody who is listening to this, it's, it's, it's really cool when you start to see where we want to go and how we want to do it. And then, and then also being able to implement doing it the right way, like how we've always done with the mm-hmm. Vegas trip and and now going back there. What are some of the things that you look for in resorts, in golf courses, in accommodations as this has evolved that really predicate to like the experience for the players?
1: I I think it starts and ends right there, the experience for the player, right? I think, look, we're blessed in this country to have so many great golf courses that we can go to. And and I'm convinced that this team can put together an event at any one of them from that side. But I think we really start with the player experience and we're trying to give our customers and, and people who want to play some unique places to play places that maybe they don't normally get a chance to attend to, but something else along the lines, right? So Vegas, great example, tried to build in the Super Bowl feel, right? We've done the final four out that week we've kind of added a little bit of an element. That's kind of fun and different to some of these events that I think is that just elevates it a little bit more. So we're always thinking about the player experience. So whenever I start to look and pour through all of the, the media and all the different avenues of, of where we're going to send an event or where we're going to look into an event. I always try to think about what's the player experience, right? The journey to abandoned dunes, you know, it's, it's not an easy place to get to, but when you get there, you're rewarded with a, a fantastic experience. I, so I try to think a lot about what the player's looking for and, and kind of what they're thinking about and, and feeling about. So it's not just about the venue. It's about all the other pieces that come into play.
2: on that side. So I'm constantly thinking about the player experience and how do we, how do we make that better? I do have a lot of emails coming in a lot of times um, to see if we're ever going to go to this one course. It's it's not really well known. It's called Augusta National. Everyone's oh, been wondering yeah. when we're going to get to that course.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I get that question a lot too. And it, I think there's a little bit of humor in that question, right? Like, yeah. because we are going to so many great places like Pebble Beach and Bannon Dunes and Pinehurst and, and all these iconic places across the country. Look, Augusta National is a whole different level, right? Uh, I don't know about you, but running an event there is damn near impossible from that perspective yeah. and so i don't mean to burst people's bubbles but but i actually think that's a compliment right because we're yeah. going to so many great places that's probably the pinnacle of, of the game to go to so um i chuckle a little bit and you know i know that that's where they want to go but i think that's just a compliment more than anything else
0: yeah yeah you, know, you talk about rewarding the players and the participants mm-hmm. that come to all these events you know obviously we can go through them one at a time as far as where we're going next year. We're uh, the trips are going to be two places that we've already been. A little bit uh, mm-hmm. Vegas is going to be a little bit differently organized, but you know we've had over eighty people every single time we've gone out to Vegas. It always ends yep. up being a fantastic time. Um, you know I'm curious because I want to know more about it myself personally, but I want everyone else to know uh, the three invitationals. Yeah. that are now going to be within sort of the trip's outlook. And then they're th- this more like executive style uh, that's predicated to, you know, like a fir- like a longer hangout, like to your point about yeah. what you said, a better hang. Right. Um, you know, you've got a-, a place in Arizona that'll be our first time. You've got a place in Nashville that's going to be our first time. And then you got a place in the sand hills in Nebraska. It's going to be our first time. I love the idea i love the exclusive nature of it and how it's going to tie in and maybe you could talk a little bit more about maybe some of the similarities and some of the differences that we're going to see with those events in 2024.
1: yeah look i mean for those who don't know we're about to celebrate our fourth anniversary here upcoming in november And, and kind of the evolution of where we're headed with our events is really just a byproduct of listening to the customers and the people that we have whether they're rewards members or they're just people who've been on multiple trips or even singular trips. And so what we're trying to do is we're trying to curate different experiences to kind of meet some of those, those questions and that feedback that we're receiving. We wanna host large scale events, place like Vegas, a place like Streamsong can do that quite well, right? Opportunity to go there. There's a lot to experience in a, in a short amount of time, but we can kind of create an itinerary that gives that back to the players. The other piece of information that we're, we're receiving from our customers is some of these smaller, maybe more intimate experiences that give the players a little bit more chance to interact with one another, maybe a little bit more of that camaraderie, if you will, some of that brotherhood. Uh, and so we're starting to design some of these events that are, you know, purposely smaller in nature to give opportunities. It's not just about the venue that you're going to, it's about the people you're with, right? From that side. And so we're starting to see a lot of individuals who are saying, I want to bring a foursome or I want to bring, you know, six to eight of my buddies and i want to go to these places and i want to not worry about any details and i want to experience some great golf but i also want to do some other things like some group dinners that are kind of fun or maybe some whiskey tastings or you know some things along those lines that are just a little bit different from that perspective and so that's what the invitational is meant to cure if you will is to is to listen to the feedback that we're getting and try to deliver some of that to them and and we know that we can plan an event from start to finish so i think we're having a lot of fun with starting to find some of these and so in 24 you're going to see a little bit more of that when we go to arizona when you go to nashville and when we head over to nebraska there's going to be a little bit different smaller in nature but really a lot of fun right from that perspective so i think it's the evolution of the customer and, and kind of what the customer is looking for
0: you know we've we've heard it a lot this year andy and i being on the road together there's a lot of times where people are like you know how hard is it to organize a dinner or how hard is it to like get a group together from like the swag series and and stuff like that, you know, because, you know, we we watched as you know, maybe maybe I'm a little bit high, maybe 30 to 40 percent of all the participants were, were traveling some form of travel, yeah. whether it was a, a drive, you know, uh, within us outside of a certain radius, yeah. you know, in those things are so hard to organize, right? And I think that, and we notice it more when it's a larger group, right? Whether it's uh, an allocation of space, there's not enough space. I mean, Vegas is a little bit different when we've had the Super Bowl because we've had an entire banquet hall. Um, But you, you know, Bandon was a little bit different. These executive style events, um, I I love that aspect of it. I I love the ability to play a little golf, sit on a patio, you know maybe it's the elephant toss game that you play for a little bit right. or you're, you know throwing right. golf balls around or you know gambling a little bit you know whatever the case may be putting around the putting green having a good time mm-hmm. it's it's really cool to see because then you can you'll start to see groups right you start yep. to see the same people again you start to see and even if it is within uh, certain members of the swag community or or collectors or just median people you start to get them together and then they start to become friends You know, one of the things that running the swag events that's so great is that when we leave, we we feel like we've taken on such a personal role in it that, you know, it extends to Andy and his photos. It extends to what you know, whatever they want to yell at me about for talking the whole time during the part three contest, whatever the case (laughs) may be. Um, So I, I love that. And I mean, then you look at like the list and. You know we we know how much fun Vegas is. Everyone everyone that's ever been, everyone that is uh, gonna sign up for this event, they know what Vegas and Streamsong are gonna be. They're gonna be amazing and be well put together. You're gonna have the shuttles. um, You're gonna have the room accommodations and all that stuff. But I, for me, I always look at the schedule and I look at one and Dismal River for me. I I've been on the Nebraska hunt for a while. Years, it has to be. It it feels like forever. Yeah. Um. But I, I, and then I love that it's like you know, it's the last one of the three, of course. So I have to like lick my chops for the first (laughs) two. So anticipation. um, Yes. Let's let's go through a little bit more about the Nebraska, like the scene in Nebraska right now, because it I get super excited about it. But there's so much going on there. Where did this fall? Like I had never even heard of this place.
1: Yeah. So if you're if you're plugged into the scene of understanding where the golf courses are being built and kind of where the hotspots are, Nebraska is kind of top of the list, if not top of the list in terms of it's a kind of a blank canvas, right? There's an opportunity to build some of this and a la Sand Valley or similar to Bandon Dunes. It's about the journey to get to these places. And then when you're there, you're treated to world class accommodations, you're treated to uh, amazing golf courses. You're in the middle of nowhere, <clears throat> you know, and there's other extracurricular activities that you could be doing, shooting ranges, fishing, hunting, all the different types of things along those lines. So it really becomes a little bit of a trip, right? It becomes a vacation. It becomes kind of a uh, you know a journey to the destination just as much as it is. So when I started looking around in Nebraska, there's a, a ton of places. Um, we landed on Dismal River mainly because they provide a couple of things that we think are pretty interesting and kind of cool. One of those things would be, you know, the arrival into Omaha and the journey from Omaha to the actual actual facility. We're going to have options where you can actually take a a chartered bus with a group or even a chartered flight from that side. So elevating that experience a little bit differently. How cool is it going to be when you and a couple of buddies are on a plane and you're landing on the fairway, you're landing on the, the runway that's next to the first fairway of the golf course, you're going to play that afternoon. So it's just different experiences, right? Like literally yeah. landing and, and taking your clubs off and jumping in the golf cart and going. Um, it's in the middle of nowhere. Uh, you're gonna have an opportunity after you're, you know, it's dark and uh, you're not playing golf anymore. You're gonna be able to go into the lodge and, and have a good meal with with good people, right? And those types of things. So curated experiences, different than anything that's ever been done. And, and Dismal River is gonna deliver on that. on that side. Super small group of people, um, you know we're we're looking at bringing 16 people to that. Um, I know it's a super small number in comparison to some of the events that we've had, but it's going to be a world-class experience from that that side. So, so those are the reasons that we're starting to look at that and you know Dismal River just was an easy choice at this point in your game.
0: So obviously you you're we're finding these executive style places they're going to be you know you've got the one like you just said it's in the middle of nowhere you're you're Mm -hmm. either you're either flying parachuting or (laughs) or or you know wagon glider hang glider yeah hang glider right and then you're and then the other two troon which is not far from downtown scottsdale you got hermitage not far from downtown nashville it brings in a lot of like really Mm -hmm. cool things and i and i think that's the idea of group trips, right? Eight people wanted to go, they could do a night in Nashville, if they they wanted to do a night in Scottsdale. So you give so many different options to so many different people. And I love that sort of transition into the difference between 2023 and 2024. And then it brings me to the change in the rewards for 2024, Mm -hmm. right? So as the trips are evolving, you know, we don't, we don't want to stay in our own world on what the rewards are made of. And, and so the rewards have changed. Um, yes. It's more predicated on once again, giving more back to the participants. Uh, Andy and Rob, this is your baby. So I'm going to give you guys <laughs> some free time to go ahead and, and talk about the evolution of the rewards program.
1: Well, don't so say it like I that because you've been
0: involved too. Yeah. Oh, I, no, but you know, it, you know, we don't need to hear me talk for the whole time. <laughs>
2: Well, we're keeping a we're we're keeping a lot of the uh, the the points that we had, and we just added on to it. So you're still earning points for each event you're in, Uh, you know, and then you save money five percent on any trip that we do, Um, ten percent in the pro shop. We uh, still have early registration for swag series events and uh, trips events. The best part about that is now you get the first invitation to the invitationals. Like if you're a member, you know. only 16 spots for Dismal River, you know, it might not even make it to the general public for that. Mm-hmm. And then we added on a bunch of fun things in there, too. We, we gave a gift. We have a gift that's coming out to them for the new members. $200 values coming out to them, curated by yours truly, Anthony Zapano. And then uh, the the, re- <laughs> the returning members get $100, you know, back to them. And mm-hmm. then now the best part is the 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 raffle prize part that I think that we're doing every month. Rob, if you want to talk more about that part, I think that's the that's the biggest I, I would join this thing just for that alone. Yeah,
1: look, it's a good rundown of some of the benefits that are inclusive and, and, and kind of where we're taking it. I think as we stepped into as we're stepping into 2024 and we started to understand who our customers are and what they're looking for, we have a really strong, loyal group of, of community. That we wanted to make the rewards program easier to understand easier to earn points but give them more benefits plain and simple that's it uh, this is a community that's growing for us and it's an exciting time for us so this is an opportunity for us to kind of give back to that group of, of individuals uh, you know i think where it's going to be really interesting is because we are going to keep it a little bit limited in scope and size is, is getting in and getting all those benefits one of those new benefits that we're rolling out is the raffles so each month we're going to roll out A pretty exclusive raffle to just those members. Uh, The first raffle off the bat is going to be an entry into an invitational. Uh, And so it's the idea that we're really truly giving something back to this group that has been so loyal and supportive to us over the years. Uh, And we're going to continue that each and every month, right, from that perspective. So the idea is that we want to give back. We want to, you know, it's a loyalty based program. uh, And and so we want to reward that loyalty that's being given to us. We've got a great, fantastic community of individuals. It's growing and, and, and you know, so so not only is the rewards designed to to give back from that side, it's also to recognize what we're trying to do going forward. Right. And, and build upon that. And so I think rewards program is going to be a fun thing for a lot of people to join and check out and understand that first access into a lot of events is going to it's kind of flying under the radar right now. But as we continue to add some of these invitational events. And, and if maybe it speaks to you that you want to go to Nebraska and you want to experience something like that, the rewards membership is going to be the first place that you're going to get access to it. So, so there's a lot of benefits to it. Um, it's really interesting, but it's really just a byproduct of listening to our customers and, and, and creating something that we think is kind of fun and, and cool at the same time.
0: Yeah. The, the early access is something that, you know, obviously we continue it on from last year. Um, mm-hmm. and it keeps building. And it, even along those lines, it's like, the other things that go under the radar is you know you don't with how the deposit works for the 500 hundred dollar deposit to lock mm-hmm. in your spot you know it's a great opportunity to just lock it in worry about yep. it later and everybody already knows we're handling all the accommodations right you, you know the mm-hmm. dates you can get your flight you can lock down your position with it with a small deposit and i think that's awesome and i also think it's it'll be really good going forward for somebody that is a member that's looking to bring multiple people to an event, right? You're gonna be able to utilize the opportunity to have four people, six people in your group. Listen, we all, mm-hmm. we've all we been asked by numerous people around us for probably years now about, can you help me out? I'm looking for a foursome to try to get on this really exclusive golf course. And we all try to help because that's what we do. Mm-hmm. But these are the opportunities. These These are the opportunities where you don't have to worry about that. You know, I've been talking to yeah. Eric Klosser a lot about it because they go on like a twelve-person trip every single mm-hmm. year, and I keep telling them like, just pick one. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, instead of going, like, you know, I mean, I know I'm wearing it right now. Wait, it's on the other side. Sorry, there you backwards. Go. Found it. But I mean, I just got their email, and I was, oof, <laughs> I mean, the, and you, and the amount of stuff you still have to do, like, to yeah. organize it, because you're not, you're not getting. You know, unless you're signing up the the first day that email comes out, you're not getting the tee times that you want or you're not you're not getting all that stuff. And I I think these become, you know, where those groups are going to start coming executive style planned out their golf, their buddies trips and stuff like that. And I I think that's that's really cool that that's also going to be a huge stepping stone for rewards. And then subsequently all the raffles that obviously I know about you too know about that are going to be coming up that the people are, you know, and they're not stingy. Like Rob look, said, that, giving away that, an invitational.
1: Well, we'll look at it this way. And you joke around the fact that I've started to think about scheduled out to 2028. Here's the fact of the matter. We left Sand Valley this year in August. And I was talking to our account rep over there and, and having a wrap up session for this year. And I said, Hey, curious. I had a question from one of my uh, customers. He's looking to come back with eight to twelve people. What do you have available in 2024? We're looking in September. What's available? And she said to me, straight face, no lie. She's like, Rob, we have nothing. There's not a consecutive day that we can give you golf and accommodations in 2024. And we're about to open up 2025. And I think one of the advantages that we're really bringing to the table is, yes, you joke around. And I am thinking about so many years in advance. But but we're thinking about those because when the opportunity comes for us to get the time, secure the time at the venue and at the resort, we're first on the list. Right? And so we're getting some of this stuff before anybody else does, plain and simple. And so then we can bring that back to the players and say, look, yeah, 2025, uh, you know, you, I joke, we haven't even turned the calendar on 23, but 2025, we pretty much know where we're going. And if you're of interest in any of these places, check us out because you're going to, it's your only chance to get there. And then to your point, we're taking care of all the other details. So I think there's just a lot of benefit that comes into understanding kind of what we do and how we do it. And I think the people who have been with us for the last four years understand it. And I think as more people start to hear about it, they're getting more excited about it because they want to do these experiences. They want to have these, whether it's a small invitational style or it's a large scale event or it's a one day series event. Right. Uh, From that side, I think there's more people are just learning about it. And it's it's fun for me because it's it's kind of going in the direction that we
2: thought we would go and, and and delivering great experiences to a lot of golfers. And not to mention you also get a gift package with it and then also there's usually little prize money in it too mm-hmm. you know yeah. so i mean it's it's all included with the price on it yeah you got to have a little skin in the game right something to play for yeah. all
0: right well you you opened up the door Uh-oh. so with with you know i i do joke around that you're all the way into 2028. what are you looking forward to in 2025?
1: 25 okay he's only only one year I <laughs> i'm him. only going one year pull out a, that
0: spreadsheet
2: be, for the one year
0: you'll be on you know three <laughs> more times to try to catch up to everybody else so December, um, good. good
1: stuff uh so so what we're scoping out for 25 is two to three events a west coast event an east coast event and then uh kind of a third that we're kind of not really quite sure maybe maybe northeast we're kind of exploring a couple different options um, look, our customers were super loud and clear. We had a great time there uh, a few years back, and it's time to go back. You know, I think it's safe to say in 2025 we'll be returning to Pebble Beach. Uh, it's just a fantastic place. Um, it's, it's a special place. It's iconic. It keeps getting better and better, and so um, we'll return to Pebble Beach in 2025. And then our, uh, our second event, East Coast-based. We're down to a couple of options. I can't quite say which one we're going to yet. I can say we're looking at a couple properties in Georgia. We're looking at a couple properties in Florida. Um, and they're kind of at the, this point in the process of, of getting us a couple of pieces of information that will help us make that. But uh, nonetheless, it'll be a, a big time resort that I think a lot of people are going to be really interested in, in exploring from that side. And then that third event, like I said, depending on where we go with the second one, that third one will unlock. But the big one for 2025 will be Pebble Beach returning there. And I think we're going to have a ton of fun uh, with that as we go. Is that is that a big enough hint?
0: I I Caesar? actually didn't think that you were going to name any places, but or yeah. give states. I I thought maybe you were just going to kind of kind of talk out loud. Okay, so so since you did that, now I got to ask you this question. Okay, all right, here we go. A place that we haven't been. Yes. That you have already started talking to about an event that you're most excited about.
1: That we're going to go, or like it's that still kind of gonna
0: That we're going to go. We don't know what year. Obviously, it's not this year. <laughs> it's not next year. Well, I don't know. <laughs> you never know. <clears throat> I get crazy ideas what, what's, what's? I mean, you, you've talked to so many places. I mean, listen, for everybody out there, what is this, your 14th year in the golf business? Yeah, 14th. you believe that? 14th year in the golf business. You've talked to so many places, right? Yeah. So, for me, I kind of like the excitement of the question of, what is a place out there that has caught your attention just from talking to them? Now, you can review yeah. them online, you can do all that, but where's the one place that we haven't been that, has your, that you are intrigued the most about?
1: It's gotta be the Cabot properties, like the Cabot okay. suite of properties. There, there's some unique places that are being built um, here in the States as well as kind of outside the States. I'm really intrigued by them. Um, we've been having a lot of ongoing conversations you know there's still a little bit in the building phase in some of these facilities and so it's kind of waiting and letting some of these properties kind of not only finish but mature a little bit from that side um but but look for some Cabot properties coming in the future because i think those are going to be some really exciting and again it's back to this it's the journey to these places it's not only the destination it's how you're getting there right from that side so so Cabot is is a is near and dear to my heart i think it's going to be some spectacular stuff over the next few years you're going to see See us have some fun at some of the cabot properties
0: well i mean <laughs> pretty there average, are right? a lot there are a lot of them i mean we share enough back and forth on instagram about uh the one uh lucia and and citrus farms and and we know about the one up north and and they all look yeah. amazing
2: so uh,
1: it's it, they're going to be phenomenal places and and look and if you're if you're in tune with that right now, if you follow the rankings or you follow some of these best places to go, they're not new names, right? They're they're probably been out there a little bit. But, you know, St. Lucia, it's not even built yet. Like, it's not finished yet from that side. They're mm-hmm. still selling a lot of that stuff. Citrus Farms is going through that renovation. They're darn near close from that side. So we're going to need a little bit of time for some of these places to mature and kind of let the grass grow in a little bit. But, you know, those are those are some pretty cool places I think that our customers are going to be really excited about
2: z is there any place that you're looking to possibly go in the next couple years that we haven't gone yet or even to return to
0: i mean i said it at the beginning of this i'm really excited about finally playing golf in nebraska you know the whole sand hills area has Mm -hmm. me very intrigued um there's and like i said there's so there's so much more out there um You know, I I have, I I don't know when the first time I sent the text message or the Instagram post about St. Lucia, but I am, Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is about that place, but I don't know if it was just because like I found the first video of it. Like, I think it was the first post on their Instagram. They had like 17 followers and somehow I stumbled on this thing, but it, it literally, I just, I don't, I don't know. Like I have to play it. Yeah, Like, I, I just, I have to. It, it just, it looks like, to me, it looks like Cyprus, right? It, mm-hmm. it looks like that type of terrain, like where par three greens are like rocks that are just formed out of the ocean and fairways are just along the, the coastline. And it's just, it's like something that you want to walk. It, it, you know, for me, Pebble was fantastic. Like that, the walk, you know, from the back of five green, to, what is that, 9, down the side mm-hmm. of 9? Or no, all the way down the yep. side of 10. Yep, 10, yeah. Like, you 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 remember that. Like, you you remember walking yep. off the back of the green and then walking over to the left to the 6-T box and, and playing the icon, iconic 7th hole and then hitting out to the rock on mm-hmm. 8. And then, you know, uh, you remember all that. And I feel like St. Lucia is going to be one of those places where, like, you're going to – the 11th hole might be the best hole. Like, I don't know this, but I'm just saying – But like you're going to remember back like talking to somebody that hey the fourth hole was just as good right or or whoever like it's it's just one of those right it doesn't look like it has a benign hole anywhere out there that you're not going to remember and i think that has me very intrigued about that area it caught my
1: attention when the designers core and crenshaw of that property stopped and said this might be the most beautiful piece of property we've ever designed a golf course i'm paraphrasing that i that's not the exact quote but to the to this to the scope that they're saying that and they've designed some really spectacular places across the country yeah. tells you saint lucia is going to be really really interesting and really cool yeah. place yeah. yeah
0: looking forward to it yes andy andy how about yourself
2: uh mine would be the broadmoor uh uh location i i got to visit very very briefly last year i just had to pick something up from them and uh, so you kind of go through the whole buildings and all the the hotel area, walk straight through, and then it's just a beautiful visual of evergreens and mountains with the whole with the whole course. So I mean, that's that's the course that I, I would like to get to is the Broadmoor.
1: Tony, he didn't give you the real reason he wants to go to Colorado. For those for those who for those who played with Andy, Andy's not what we would call a long hitter. So he likes those oh, elevated yeah. golf courses to hit the ball and, and get that yeah. to 260, to 270.
0: So, well, Andy's so, closer to the sun. Andy's closer Andy, to the sun. Andy, <laughs> Yeah. Hey, right.
2: did, did we ever talk to Andrew Schmidt about how he got really burnt in Colorado? Because that was the true thing. It, it definitely yeah. happened.
0: Uh-huh. Got it. And
2: uh, I, I do have Caucasians I, I do have,
0: getting sunburned it's it's happened for many with no sunscreen it's it's bound to happen
1: yeah it's yeah for sure so, so. closer to the sun so he gets a little bit more a little bit yeah. more vitamin d ball goes ball goes, ball goes yeah.
2: he, he gets to that 275 mark once i hit a done. 310 drive in colorado one time that's it. it was also the I... highest elevated t box in, in in the state so i'm just saying so, yeah, and there's potential here, here. It's not about
1: the layout or the journey or the destination. It's so that he can hit a tee ball over
0: two seventy. Well, you have the title for the episode now. I I hit it 310 from a there very you. elevated. T- I mean, holy cow. <laughs> He's the best. I can't believe it. Rob, <laughs> thank you for joining us. Uh, I know <laughs> we have another important date coming up with the schedule release for Swag Series. Yeah. Can you give that to us? Yeah. So,
1: um swag series 2024 locked and loaded coming here real soon um i'm hearing right around the national championship so stay tuned
0: perfect love it andy last words i don't have anything today (laughs) fantastic that's the way we like it rob thank you for joining us everyone thank you for thank you for the listen awesome appreciate you guys thank
2: you